Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 68, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls, and, well, I guess this week is Animal Readers Week? Ahem! <coughs> uh, Dave, I am not an animal! Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Professor, I kind of forgot about you. So, well, I guess it's Podcast Segment Host Reading Week? Oh, yeah, that's better. Thank you! Okay, anyway, we're halfway through week 14. Let's get right to it. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Well, Marvin, today is Benjamin's day, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, Benjamin. Oh, hi, you guys. Yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Although, it'll probably be pretty strange for the boys and girls to hear me talk without it being completely hilarious. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm guessing they'll adjust just fine. But before we get to today's reading, well, let's have today's joke. If you have one, Benjamin. Oh, Dave, it's never a question of if I have one. The only question is, which of my hilarious jokes should I tell? Oh, I see. Well, Benjamin, you go right ahead and pick one. Okay, so I thought I'd tell a laser tag joke this week, so here goes. Get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. Why is playing laser tag like going to church? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Why is playing laser tag like going to church? Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pew. Yeah, like the noise a laser makes. But yeah, also the seats in a church. Oh, that's a good one, Benjamin. Yeah, thank you, Benjamin. Now that that's out of the way, shall we get down to business? Oh, you got it, Dave. So what am I reading today? Right, well, yesterday we heard as God made it clear who he was and how all that had happened had happened because God had used the Assyrians first and then the Babylonians to punish his people for their sins. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read it beautifully, didn't I? You did, Professor. Well, today we're going to read a few more of these verses, of these poems that are in the book of Isaiah, where God reminds the people who he is and of his love. He points them to their sinful past and he calls them to return to him. So we're going to read three sections from chapter 43 today, verses 1 to 4, then verses 10 to 13, and then verses 22 to 28. Okay, I am ready, Dave. Okay, yeah, so what do we listen for, Dave? Well, Marvin, the question is, what does God say he did not require the people, the family of Jacob, to do? Okay, what had God not required them to do? Got it. Great. So, Benjamin, over to you. Okay, here we go, boys and girls. Get ready to not laugh. Get ready to listen to God, because here it comes. Isaiah 43. Today we'll be reading verses 1 to 4, then verses 10 to 13, and then 22 to 28. Let's go. Family of Jacob, the Lord created you. People of Israel, he formed you. 
He says, Do not be afraid. I will set you free. I will send for you by name. You belong to me. You will pass through deep waters, but I will be with you. You will pass through the rivers, but their waters will not sweep over you. You will walk through fire, but you will not be burned. The flames will not harm you. I am the Lord your God. I am the Holy One of Israel. I am the one who saves you. I will give up Egypt to set you free. I will give up Cush and Seba for you. You are priceless to me. I love you and honor you. So I will trade other people for you. I will give up other nations to save your lives. And then, moving on to verse 10. People of Israel, you are my witnesses, announces the Lord. I have chosen you to be my servant. I wanted you to know me and believe in me. I wanted you to understand that I am the one and only God. Before me there was no other God at all, and there will not be any God after me. I am the one and only Lord. I am the only one who can save you. I have made known what would happen. I saved you. I have told you about it. I did this. It was not some other God you worship. You are my witnesses that I am God, announces the Lord. And that is not all. I have always been God, and I always will be. No one can save people from my power. When I do something, who can undo it? And then, moving on to verse 22. Family of Jacob, you have not prayed to me as you should. People of Israel, you have not worn yourselves out for me. You have not brought me sheep for burnt offerings. You have not honored me with your sacrifices. I have not loaded you down by requiring grain offerings. I have not made you tired by requiring you to burn incense. But you have not brought any sweet-smelling cane for me. You have not given me the fattest parts of your animal sacrifices. Instead, you have loaded me down with your sins. You have made me tired with the wrong things you have done. I am the one who wipes out your lawless acts. I do it because of who I am. I will not remember your sins anymore. But let us go to court together. Remind me of what you have done. State your case. Prove to me that you are not guilty. Your father Jacob sinned. The people I sent to teach you refused to obey me. So I put the high officials of your temple to shame. I let Jacob's family be totally destroyed. And I let people make fun of Israel. Thanks, Benjamin. Good work. So, Marvin, what did God not require of his people? Oh, so was it that he had not required them to burn incense? Yep, that's right. You see, in spite of all that God had done for his people, in spite of his great love, in spite of him choosing them to be his people, well, they failed to worship him. God hadn't placed a heavy burden on them, demanding that they burn expensive incense or offer lots and lots of their grain harvest. But the people seemed to have taken that as an excuse to ignore God altogether, to not bother with even the kind of day-to-day worship that should have been going on. Oh, I see. And boys and girls, God is worthy of our worship, of our praise. 
Following Jesus is not a big list of things you have to do. Jesus doesn't say that if we're going to follow him, then we have to pray 27 times with our nose touching the floor every single day. He doesn't say you have to read your Bible for three hours every morning or you'll be in trouble. He doesn't place that kind of heavy load on us. But just because that's true doesn't mean we should think, great, we don't have to do any of that stuff, so we won't bother doing anything. It is right that we worship our holy, loving, and good God. So today, you know what, why not pick a favorite hymn or praise song that you love to sing in church? Then maybe look it up on YouTube and either sing along or just listen, but you know, really listen to what the words are saying about God and sort of make those words your prayer. And if you're stumped and you need a suggestion, one of my favorites at the moment is called His Mercy Is More. So if you type that into YouTube, that should be pretty easy to find. But yes, today, Let's worship our God because he is worthy. He absolutely deserves our praises. So today, well, let's make sure that he gets them. Oh, you got it, Dave. Yeah, I like that one too. Although we cows sing, his mercy is moo. But you know, that means the same thing. His mercy is moo. Hmm, lovely. Thanks, Marv. Okay, boys and girls, we'll leave you to your singing or listening. And, well, we'll be back tomorrow for another interesting Thursday. Okay, great. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Praise the Lord. His mercy is moved. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. Stronger God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.